Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocky Mountain Racing Review Podcast. I hope everyone had a wonderful time racing and watching at the National Western Complex here in uh, Denver, Colorado. And I'm your host. I'm going to give you a rundown and a recap of everything that happened at Denver. So I want to say thank you to everyone repping uh, the t-shirts, the stickers, everything, all the swag so far, the, the minimal swag that we have, but the swag that you do have, thank you for taking pictures and showing us on all your helmets and everything. Um, thank you for coming up to us and wanting uh, interviews. It's really cool to feel all the, the positivity and the, the support. Uh, thanks to Neil, uh, Jace Owens mechanic. Uh, he used to live here in Colorado and hung out with all of us when he did for a while and then he moved over to the East Coast um, and uh, he he got us in with uh, Jace Owens and, and Kyle Peters and that was like the coolest experience just to hang out in the pits and uh, just hang out with Kyle Peters and uh, I regret kind of recording or not recording uh, some of the jokes and all the positive energy that was going on and us just kind of laughing and some of the conversations. Uh, it was a good time. But uh, Jace, Kyle, keep on uh, the, the epic battles and keep on being super classy dudes. You guys are, you guys are awesome. Uh, another huge thank you to uh, and welcome to the family, the podcast family, is Fixed Tea Products. You guys probably heard about them a lot, but... Uh, they finally came aboard on sponsorships for the, the podcast, and uh, we picked up one of those Torque T handles like I've been mentioning, and uh, I haven't stopped using it. Uh, they're super awesome to use on all the KTMs because all the KTMs have all the Newton meter, meters written by the bolt, um, so you just take that T handle and you carry one socket in one hand, and because you typically just do the, the two eight and tens, um, or usually your major bolts. Um, if you want to go to the sixes, you can and carry three sockets, but you just carry those two, go around your whole bike and make sure your whole bike's completely torqued down uh, using that that tool. Super easy, super awesome. I, I absolutely love that that torque handle, and I can't rave about it enough. Uh, we did, if you check out our Instagram on our podcast sponsors, on our highlights of our stories, we did a demonstration or showing it. So go check them as out as well. Fix T Products on either Instagram or FixTProducts.com and go get you a set. Um, I If you guys are... Th- either motor mechanics or uh, enthusiasts or anything the torque handles are uh, 175 bucks but they're super amazing like they're they're really awesome they're calibrated um, everything so go check them out Uh, the track looked epic Uh, super long section of whoops and uh, you could really tell when riders or guys try to cut off the inside they couldn't get enough drive or enough speed to properly hit the whoops or uh, to complete that pass coming on the inside. Uh, the layout was pretty easy enough that the whoops were the, the key factor of doing well in the mains for the, all the amateur guys. Um, when it came down to the pros, um, you could see as the track broke up and, and developed a little bit more and the, the corners became more choppy and everything, uh, it was super critical that all the drive um, forward was needed because Kyle Peters uh, just inch by inch by inch on little corners and sections uh, he started to uh, create a gap or he either came back from behind and, and uh, used that to his advantage. 
So uh, that was one of the key factors there. As far as the amateur guys, it was really the whoops. You could really see those who did well in the whoops um, was uh, either the, the front runners or those um, coming from behind were able to pass in the whoops and everything. Um, it was cool to see the, the, the battles right there as well. And as uh, somebody tried to pass on the inside and then the guy on the outside would uh, still do good and then it set him up for the inside. So it was really awesome to watch. The rhythm section looked fun. I was super jealous that my 250F wasn't uh, ready yet because uh, I, after I saw the track on Friday, I was actually thinking about racing. But then after, like Joe says, uh, we got Joe in here interviewed. Um, he has my perfect thoughts of, uh, yeah, you, you think you want to ride it, and then after you watch a day of riding, you're like, yeah, I can see why I didn't ride or bring my bike. So uh, we're going to listen to that interview here. And we got a bunch of other interviews from all the other local guys, um, some of the kids. We got um, Kyle Peters, um, and we got at least 26 interviews. And then uh, we got some other track in improvements and, and some other stuff that we'll talk about on our normal podcast episodes. All right, so thank you guys for listening and strap up. Get ready to throw down because we got the whole Denver Arena Cross episode coming at you right now. Applied Technology brings Racetech suspension products, service, and enterprise to the Rocky Mountain region. With extensive experience in Racetech products and applications, we provide the same level of suspension service and support that you come to expect from the Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Be sure to mention code RMRR2020 for a discount on your suspension service. All right, let's start it off right with Daddy Dio, Joe Oshevsky. Daddy Dio, uh, I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for a long time and everything. So uh, finally got you here. Uh, talk about watching being Dio's mechanic and then uh, what you think about Arena Cross and anything else you want to say on the podcast. Well, Arena Cross is real good. We love it a lot. Uh, it is a long day, but it's a great time. Um, Daniel's practice went real well. Uh, on the second lap, he hucked the uh, finish line triple, kind of a triple tabletop. So he got comfortable real fast with it. Uh, sometimes I watch these races and I wonder why I didn't bring my bike. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, I realized that I shouldn't have brought it anyway. <laughs> but it's always a good time. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I, it's funny because I, I said the same thing in the interview with Dio, too. I was like, man, I wish I had my bat bike watching the track because the track looks super fun. Yeah, yeah, the track the track does look really wild in a in a good way. Uh, it's a little strange on the start, but uh, it all works out in the racing. So uh, so yeah, it really does look like a lot of fun. We walk the whoops, of course, first thing in the morning, and I'm pretty decently sure I wouldn't do too well in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Last night they were. Uh Pretty, a little bit, pretty decent good size and everything. I was wondering if they shaped up to be a little bit smaller or how they changed. Like, typically last year they always either one day would be smaller and then the next day they would be a little bit bigger. So I was kind of curious to, uh, what they were like today. Yeah, of course, we weren't here yesterday to, to compare, but I, I think they're pretty decent size now. You know, somebody like Jason has no trouble with something like that. But uh, for the amateurs, I think it's a good uh, technical type of whoop section that is challenging to them and just hopefully everybody takes it easy and don't ride over their head awesome well thanks for being on the podcast and everything and uh we look forward to talking with you a lot more in the future uh we need to sit down and get together and have the, the family spotlight with everybody and just uh 
giggle and and have a good time. So uh, thanks for coming on and letting us know about your arena cross uh, experience. Well, thank you, and love to sit down anytime. This is great. Yeah, so I wanted to start with Joe because he starts off with a great base and uh, a good foundation of just the overall topics of arena cross. So thanks, Joe, for being on the, the podcast, buddy. I got to remember not to yell in the mic thing to uh, my little recording device. Uh, it picks up pretty good audio. It's just whenever there's an announcer or something, you tend to yell and uh, t- try to scream. So Friday when I got there, I ran into my buddy Tyler Lebanotti and uh we always battled at Thunder Valley and all kinds of stuff when I was just kind of starting to get decent, and uh, me and him have some really good battles um, coming up the the start straights and everything, and uh, just had a good time. He's always a awesome, clean, safe rider, and uh, he made it always a pleasure to race because he was one of those guys who would watch out for you and take care of you and and still pass you and still create really fun battles but you knew you could trust the guy in his heart that he's not going to take you out or try to hurt you so uh guys like that are awesome to race against and and thanks for being you tyler and uh here's the the interview for you buddy all right so we made it to denver arena cross we're here we're doing interviews I uh, ran into my my rival, my buddy, my battle my battle bro from uh, years past, uh, racing uh, all the the show shootouts and everything. Tyler, so go ahead and introduce yourself and everything, and then talk about your experience here at, at Arena Cross so far. My name is Tyler Libinati, and uh, from Parker, Colorado. Um, everything's been going pretty decent for Arena Cross. Um, had a little bit of a get off in the whoops in my first heat. Um, did well in the second heat and hoping to do well in both the mains tonight. So awesome! So uh, so far, what's your favorite part of the track? Uh, I'd have to say the rhythm section or the finish line jump. Finish line jump's pretty fun this year. Nice, nice. So uh, the loops are sounds like is where you're struggling, right? Usually, I say that like uh, where do you struggle on the track or where you and how you're going to try to improve. So like obviously with that last statement, All it's right. the loops. Uh, what do so, you plan on doing to, to correct that? Uh, we made some adjustments to the suspension uh, and uh, just got a better mindset for the races. And um, just looking forward to tonight, honestly. Just being out on on the, the arena floor and racing with buddies is just it's all fun. And that's what I'm, what I'm about now. I took it too serious for a while. So whenever it sounds fun, we're going to be here. So. Yeah, I'm, I, I totally understand that, and I'm starting to phase towards that as well, and at my own personal racing side too. I took it a little too serious last year, and now it's just having fun and, and doing this and the podcast and everything. So, uh, is there anybody that you'd like to thank, and or uh, anything else that you'd want to say to the Colorado Colorado community? Uh, I just like to thank everyone who has supported me and uh, everyone who still comes up and says hi to me at the races. Um, Definitely couldn't do it without my family, um, All Seasons Power Equipment, uh, Original Privateer, Defy Graphics, SOS, um, anybody else I'm forgetting, sorry, but thank you for all the help that everyone does. Awesome, buddy. Well, thanks for talking with us and having an interview, and good luck. Stay safe out there, but ultimately have a blast. Have a big old grin under your helmet. Yeah, thanks for having me on. No problem, buddy. And the next local interview we have is Jacob Parker. Hey. 
So Jacob, Denver Arena Cross, uh, you made the mains and everything. Uh, what do you, what's your plans for the, the main event and making sure that you're on top? And uh, how's your overall experience here at uh, Denver Arena Cross so far? It's an amazing experience, but I just got to get a good start and stay on top of the whoops. Hold my line, stay on top, I guess. What so far is the uh, your most favorite part of the track? Definitely the whoops. The whoops are so much fun, and the rhythm section. It has multiple lines to go through. Awesome, awesome. So where do you feel like you struggle the most, and then what do you plan on doing uh, to overcome those struggles? What are, I'm struggling the most is the corner right before the finish line. I'm not too good at sweeper turns, so I'm struggling there a little bit. Awesome, awesome. Well, good luck. Stay safe. Uh, do you have anything you want to say to the motocross community? And uh, the other part, too, is like anything you want to say on the pod- podcast or anybody you want to thank? I just want to thank Fifth Gear Motos, Old Stage Riding Stables, uh, Shorty's Plumbing, Advanced Concrete. They helped me out so much with bikes and getting to the races. I can't thank them enough for everything they do for me. So make sure you tag all your sponsors whenever you share uh, episodes or anything and show that they're you're being exposed on a national platform on our podcast. Okay, I can do that. Thank you so much. No problem. Good luck. Stay safe. Thank you. All right, our next young gentleman that we interviewed, you've guys heard before, it's Ryan Zawaki, the lightning boy. Uh, this kid took, I think, like six, six or five uh, first place. I, th- I think it was six. But, uh, yeah, swept them all, just dominated, came out great starts, um, and just totally just swept the whole place. So good for you, Ryan. Um, couldn't happen to someone who hasn't worked for it. Uh, you've been busting your butt and doing such a good job and riding really good. And uh, we keep on catching you doing your, your uh, fist bumps to everybody. We did a, a story on there. Uh, you just keep on being the shining example of what to be like, and uh, everybody's going to want to want to be just as fast as you and, and have the same attitude. So you keep on being you. Good job, dude. And uh, thank you for interviewing with us. I appreciate it very much. And uh, that smile all the time, it's, it, it definitely spreads out through their community. So you keep it up, and same goes with your, uh, all your, your family. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. All right, dude. Uh, how's Arena Cross going tonight? I already know you make the mains because, dude, you're a stud. You're on the, the 250F now tonight uh, and the 125, obviously, but right, I'm talking to you on the 250F. Um, so congratulations making the main. Also, let's talk about uh, where what's your favorite part of the track so far and then where you do your struggle on the track and how you are going to overcome your, your struggle. Uh, I'd say definitely a favorite part of the track is is the whoops. The whoops are pretty sweet tonight. They're a lot more round and small, so they're pretty sweet. And uh, where I'm struggling is probably probably the slick corners. It's getting pretty slick out there as the, as the day goes on. So, uh, yeah, throttle control and just keep her on two wheels and bring it in safe. So the dirt's pretty slick and everything. Are you getting much traction out there? Yeah, it's pretty slick. But the first, first couple motos are going to be good, but later on it's gonna it's definitely going to get slick. Awesome, buddy. Well, uh, good luck and everything. Stay safe. Uh, is there anybody who you're going to want to uh, thank, or is there um, anybody or any other stuff that you want to express to the Colorado Moto community right now? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely like to thank Matt at Sicko Cycles, uh, Vickery Motorsports, Larry Levitt, LSE, 
um, mom and dad, Squeak King Car Wash, um, Fly, Yamaha, everyone else. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, make sure you share the, the episode and then tag all your sponsors so that you they see that you're being exposed on a national platform and your voice in so you get more sponsorships, right? Yep. So good luck. Stay safe. Kick butt. And uh, thanks for always all uh, supporting us out there. Not a problem. Thanks. So we ran into Carter Cochran, and he's one of our up-and-coming uh, 85 riders. Um, he's been sending it out at Thunder Valley, and he was racing at Denver Arena Cross, and we, we got to interview him and his dad. My name is Carter Cochran, and uh, my favorite part about the track is probably the rhythm section because I've gotten that down quite a bit now, and last year I... I really couldn't do anything, so this year I've been doing pretty good. For Denver Supercross, I mean Arena Cross, doing pretty good for me. Awesome, buddy. So I've uh, I've been kind of seeing a lot of stuff of you going to IMI and been training. Uh, could you kind of give some secrets away to some of the younger c- crowd, like training as well, and like what you've been working on for, for Denver? Yeah, I've been working on whoops. I've been working on rhythm sections. Um, Technically, um, when I go through rhythm sections, all of my uh, like coaches like sh- show their like potty position, what I should be in the air or going through a corner or getting ready for to jump like a thirty foot double or something like that. So it's awesome, awesome. So uh, where where have you been struggling today so far, and uh, where what do you plan on overcoming those struggles? Um, I've been kind of struggling in the whoops and a little, um, little bouncing off ruts, but try to want to fix on that by just rolling on the throttle through the ruts and keep, keep, um, keep the momentum going through the whoops. Awesome. That's, that's good, good strategy. So get a good start out there as well and, uh, make sure you, you hold her wide open and we'll be watching. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you got your dad here next to you and everything, uh, you, you're like one of the, the my kind of idol for Moto Dads and everything. I'm not there yet, but some of my friends and everything are, are becoming the new Moto Dads. Do you have any advice for them and everything? And then introduce yourself and, and uh, give us some advice. So my name's Corey. I'm Carter's dad, and uh, I grew up racing in the 90s. Um, I guess the advice I would give to other dads is just to let it, just let it come. Uh, it takes time for these kids to learn. Um, and it's just time on the bike is what really helps these kids and the coaches too, of course, but it's really just time on the bike and eventually it, it just clicks after a while. And eventually it's going to click for him. I've, so I, I've been watching you guys at Thunder as well too. He's been sending some pretty big jumps and everything. Uh, watching that as parents and everything, how does that make you feel? Uh, the fear, uh, or how's that do you struggle with anything with it um a little bit you know because you do want to push them they're not going to really uh you know they're not really going to excel if you don't push them so you don't want to you want to push them and you want to see those gains but yeah there's times where it's like oh man i mean it takes my heart away sometimes but i was the same way you know i'm just thinking that while he's out there riding he's going through the same thing I went through you know I just want to send it you know but I was a little underwhelmed with him uh, not jumping at first but it's starting to come around and it's coming around pretty quick so yeah that's awesome well good luck 
uh, send it in the mains and everything. Stay safe. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough for all the support and everything and all the shares because not the likes don't really go too far. The sharing and everything and growing the community really helps out. And you guys have been the, the top. So thank you so much. I appreciate thank it you. very much. I appreciate much. it too. All the Instagram stuff is good too. So you want to give me your Instagram? Yeah. So uh, who would you like to kind of thank and everything uh, for, for everything? And then give us your Instagram and your YouTube too so people can check you out and uh, let everybody know. My Instagram is Carter Cochran, uh, dot mx, and um, uh, what was it again? All your sponsors and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, I like to thank Sun, Faf Graphics, uh, FMF, ODI, Mika Metals, and Fast House. Awesome, buddy. Well, and mom and dad. Mom and dad, of course, mom and dad, right? Because without them. We wouldn't be possible. Well, good luck, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch you, buddy, all right? Thank you. No problem. All right, so let's take a, a moment and have a word from our sponsors. I would like to say also that FAF Graphics is helping us put on a limbo competition at, at the shootout at Pueblo. Um, so we will be putting that on. It will be a big bike and a little bike division, and it will have age separation as well. So go check out Instagram with our flyer on that. And uh, entries will be at the race. Uh, we will set up a corner or we will build a, a, a side um, section, and we'll have a nice well-built corner that you can uh, get pretty low on and then we're gonna go out and reach out for some extra sponsors and see if anybody wants to donate some stuff but right now I think we got some nutrition stuff and uh, possibly some other other goodies but uh, we're, we're putting on the limbo competition for there so thank you FAF graphics Hey, are you looking for that factory look and treatment for your bike? How about that name and number on the back of your jersey so the ladies and the potential sponsors know who's riding that bike? Yeah, is that you? Then you need to go check out FAF Graphics because they give you the factory treatment. Located here in Pueblo, Colorado, FAF Graphics will get you your bike looking just right for your next race. You need that moto seat to match the graphics? They do that too. So go email Jeff today at sales at fafgraphics.com. So I'm sure all of you who have raced have raced have uh, seen pictures surface up and everything, and there's people who have taken those those photos of you. Um, make sure you you throw out some uh, support towards them their way. Um, either I don't know uh, whether or not they take it or not. You should still offer them money for the pictures that they took. Most of them are just posting them for free. Or the other side of it is that they're posting on their shutterflies. So go buy some photos and everything and then tag them in them. And uh, if you get a good enough relationship and everything, you can always get one or two photos um, for free or something. Um, but other than that, you should support them. If they don't want money, you should still support them in other creative ways like... Like I said before, create a relationship with them, but start finding out things that they like, 
um, buying them stuff and uh, kind of giving them like food, water, drinks. That's what I'm talking about. Um, helping them. They they came from their homes from a long distance. Um, they're taking pictures of you because they love the sport as well, but they're also incurring costs, right? They spent gas to get there too and taking pictures of you for usually for free. So throw them some food, um, whatever it may be, if they don't accept money. Our next interview was with Tyler Aldor. Yeah, uh, my name is Tyler Aldor, and uh, yeah, I mean, I like the track today. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I'd say my favorite part is probably the rhythm section. It's got a good flow to it, so yeah. Awesome. So where are you struggling tonight? <laughs> oh, the whoops for sure. I, I suck through the whoops so bad. But, you know, we're just going to go out in there and send in the main see what happens. Absolutely. Any strategy with the whoops or anything that you plan on doing? Just look at the end and pin it. That's what I got going right now. They seem pretty long, too. Yeah, they're long and they're, like, spaced out, so you can get on top easy. It's just, I don't know. I don't carry good speed, so. It's all good. Just finish it, line, carry a good corner speed, and then just hammer it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, I guess, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So is there anybody you'd like to thank or anybody you'd like to talk about on the, the podcast here? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank Pro Racing Suspension, getting me dialed every weekend. It's me and my dad, we do it. So, you know, uh, hit us up if you need anything on our Instagram. So, yeah. Also, I'd like to thank Son for uh, providing this awesome spot and helping me out this year. Uh, Defy for hooking me up with graphics, LSE, Flow Motorsports, uh, Mika Metals, and uh, Mile High Octane. Awesome, buddy. Well, good luck. Stay safe and uh, send it. Yeah, send it. Yeah, so this next interview uh, is basically why we started this whole podcast. Um, These kids were super excited. They have super wonderful personalities and uh, that will show within these interviews. Uh, We got Jordan a couple times for Friday and Saturday and uh, all the other little ones just kind of are always the you smile and you just have a huge grin on your face as you're listening to um, respond to your to your questions. Hello, my name is Jordan997. Um, it was really good. The track is really smooth. The whoops are a little hard, but the sections are really smooth. Awesome. Hi, my name is Jaden Phillips, 767. Right, the track's been really smooth, 65. and it's like really flowy and technical, and like the whoops are really fun, and the finish is fun too. Yeah. So what's the most difficult part of the track? Um, I think the whoops, and uh, the whoops, just the whoops. Yeah? yeah? You? Yeah, the whoops. Because they're like really deep and you have to blitz the tops of them. Yeah, they're really like hard and deep. Awesome. So is there anybody who you'd like to thank or, or talk about on the, the podcast? Yes, sir. I would like to thank my mom, my dad, uh, my grandma, my grandpa, Viral, um, Alpine for the boots. Um, uh, Balls Out Racing, Enemy Racing, Jaden Phillips, Six Pop, Bobby, and everyone like that. My mom, my dad, my uncle Ryan, my uncle Todd, and um, my grandpa and my grandmas. Oh, awesome. 
recycle gear. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Thank uh, you. Be safe out there. Have fun. That's what it's all about. And uh, thanks for being on. So the next gentleman we interviewed uh, was super excited. You could tell he was very passionate about the sport, just as we all. Um, I think he's just kind of started coming into it as well um, because he did loop out in the start like he mentions it, and he had an awesome positive attitude about it. So I love the the way he came off with it, and uh, it reminded me very similar to myself when I first started because you fall, you get back up, and who cares? You keep going, right? Uh, I'm Levi Martinez, number 45, right? Uh, YG125. I was a guy that looped out at the start, so you saw that. That was fun. Uh, it's been great. I uh, my first ever races ran across 10 years ago, so figured I have to come back and try to do something. And it was really fun. Had fun. Uh, just uh, being able to experience the whole thing. I mean, might have crashed, but good times. So it's all about like you're just having a good smile underneath your helmet, right? Yeah. Um, so, what was your favorite part of the track? Definitely the rhythm section. Like, it just flowed really well and it was really smooth. Awesome, awesome. Uh, is there anybody who you'd like to thank, or is there anything you want to say on the podcast? Uh, I like to thank my mom and my dad for letting me race. Uh, my uncle Jesse for coming out. My brothers. Uh, the, uh, my little guy Devin. Really funny race 50s and uh, the podcast and everyone that put it on. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck for tomorrow if you're racing tomorrow. Yeah? No, I have work. No? Okay. Well, well. good job today and, and keep your chin high. And if you ever see us again, uh, come say hey. All right. Thank you. So the next homie that we have uh, is Race Hernandez. He does uh, video editing now as well. Um, I've been riding with race since, uh, God knows how went long, uh, since I've been riding the cork series and everything. Um, so yeah, uh, he been doing the video stuff and was down there and got a media pass with us and he was injured. Uh, he would probably be racing as well along with his brother, but, uh, the poor dude, uh, I think broke his, uh, but he talks about it in the, the, the interview. So here's Race. Race, uh, you're always my favorite youngin to, uh, to watch at the track because you usually pass me and I've been watching you since like 85s. Now you're on a 250, right? Yeah. So talk about your 250, talk about your injury now and uh, how much you're missing arena across. Yeah, the 250's good. Uh, it feels pretty comfortable and like I, I adjusted to it pretty good, pretty easy. And, uh, yeah, I broke my hand uh, a couple weeks ago, so really bummed to miss arena cross, but we'll be back next year. So you broke it with the transfer, right? Yeah, yeah some stupid transfer that I shouldn't have done, but it's how you learn. <laughs> Absolutely, right? You got to go big or go home, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you do video stuff, right? Yeah, I've been doing, uh, like, I'm trying to get into, like, editing and stuff, so, yeah. Uh, where can we watch your stuff? So on Instagram, I post quite a bit under uh, 311.films, like with a Z. So, yeah, you can look there for all my uh, stuff that I'm making. Awesome, buddy. Well, thanks for watching us, and uh, I love your videos. Keep it up, and uh, I hope you heal up quick. Thank you. No problem. If you guys don't remember David Hill, he was the one who gave us the tech tip of the week the last time, and we caught up with him on Saturday, and here's his interview. All right, David, so Arena Cross, uh, what classes are you racing? How's your overall um, kind of uh, experience here? 
And then what's your favorite part of the track? Well, for this arena cross, um, I'm uh, racing the plus 25 and plus 30 class. Uh, both are going to be on my uh, 125, so we're going to be a bit of an underdog. Um, I, I love racing this uh, event. Um, I mean, I've been racing here since the mid-90s or whatever, when it was the SRAC, uh, SRAC Supercross Series or whatever. Um, so I got a good knowledge on this. I've done really well. Uh, this will be the first time on a 125, so we'll see how it goes. Heck yeah, uh, what's your favorite part of the track? The whoops, probably. Uh, I, I feel like I'm better through the whoops. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm happy about those. They're, they're good for the 125 for sure. Absolutely. And then uh, where do you, are you struggling the most and how are you going to overcome those struggles? Well, I'm struggling the most on the finish line. It is a pretty big bike for, or a pretty big hit for a 125, and then uh, being 250 pounds plus or whatever on a 125 it makes it a little hard. But I'm I'm coming right to the very end of it. But I think I might just have to double it and then uh, scrub it and shoot off the end of it. Hey, yeah, buddy. We'll stay safe out there and uh, good luck and uh, just have fun. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I thank you very much. Oh, the man, the legend, Dio. Um, yeah. <laughs> Talk about your experience uh, and everything. You know how the routine goes. Uh, well, let us know uh, how's your day going and everything. Yeah, for sure, man. We just finished practice out here at the Denver Arena Cross. I'm doing 25 plus and 450B today, so just did practice with the 450s. Uh, felt pretty good. This track is a lot more open than the Loveland track. Uh, still being an Arena Cross, it's nice and close and everything but you can open it up a little bit more. So they have the pro double, which of course us amateurs aren't doing, but super long set of whoops, a rhythm section that has a, a chance to do a triple in the middle, the tabletop to the single. So that's a lot of fun just being able to bust that out. It feels pretty safe and everything. So that just makes you feel a little bit more like the pros out there when you can huck something like that, even if it's pretty small. So yeah, it's been good. The track is coming around well. Um, it was a little slick for the first practice of the 85s, but they cleaned it up some. So I think it's going to be a good race day out here. Hey, yeah, man, I'm jealous because, like, uh, yesterday when I was watching, that uh, the track looks sick, and uh, I wish my 250F and everything was ready to go so I could ride and try to race. And even though I did, wasn't planning on racing, I walked, looked at the track, and I was like, dang, dude, this is sick. So I'm jealous, but uh, stay safe, have fun. It does look like a safe layout and a really fun layout, too. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much, and hopefully you'll be out there racing with us uh, next year. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll probably talk to myself out of it, but... Uh, <laughs> I like I, I don't know. This is a blast. I like it. Arena Cross is a good time. It's just, especially with the pits being inside, you're pitted next to everyone. You can have some fun hanging out with your buddies. It's a long wait between the heats and the mains, but that gives you time to hang out with people. So all in all, it's a good day. Yep, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You can really tell Dio's got some practice with his interviews with that. Uh, Wes Hale's going to be next. You guys need to pay attention to this because uh, Wes has got some crucial information, and he's also... I've uh, been doing a lot of the stuff out at IMI, so we're trying to get him to listen as much as possible too because he has very similar ideas to us, uh, just like night riding and uh, some of the other stuff. He also has the bike wash stations kind of in the works at IMI that he's going to try to um, implement, so I I'm excited to see what he uh, throws out there and uh, let's get his interview all right Wes arena cross uh, you've been doing all the training and everything and I want you to kind of talk about that and then your experience on arena cross and anything else about Colorado motocross that you want to talk about on a platform and uh, on the podcast 
Uh, well, the arena cross, you know, it comes to town a couple times a year. Um, people get really stoked about it, and this is where a lot of individuals get hurt um, due to the fact that they don't do a lot of training for it. Um, we don't have a lot of places to train out here for it. Um, so this is why we built that track out at IMI so that we can uh, hopefully develop stronger arena cross riders, safer arena cross riders. Um, I, you know, I've been racing motocross and uh, arena cross, supercross for you know 30 some years now. Um, it's definitely a little bit more stressful than a regular motocross race. Um, a little bit more tension, uh, uh, a little bit more uh, bar banging action as well. Um, and the races go really, really quick. So you make that mistake, um, you're kind of done for the day. You know, I shouldn't say done for the day, done for that moto. You know, otherwise you got to be super, super fast to catch back up. Um, and that's really hard to do in this in this industry here. Um, <clears throat> overall, motocross in the industry, you know, um, it's great here in Colorado. Um, I would, uh, I'm hoping that uh, with my training and with some others um, that are training here in Colorado as well, um, that we can put Colorado more on the map of the motocross industry. You know, I mean, you got stuff all on the West Coast, the East Coast. Well, we're so central based. Um, <clears throat> I think there would be a good opportunity for, uh, um, which it's in the works right now. We're having some meetings for it and stuff to put kind of like a, um, a boondiggity camp going on out here. Um, we have the tracks. We have uh, the facilities. Um, and we have the teachers and the coaches um, that could provide a, a great day, a couple great days of training. So um, that's something that I like to see here in the future. Um, that's what I'm pushing for in the future. Uh, I think that'll help uh, a Colorado motocross, uh, just uh, motorcycle shops, just in general, um, the motocross industry in general. Uh, and I also think it'll help uh, benefit the riders you know um, knowing that they have uh, that type of backing that type of training that they can get here locally absolutely and uh, what's your training uh, program in your, your your training business uh, that, that you run so everybody knows and where to go to follow um, I run hailstorm motocross training so if you go to HSMX Colorado at gmail.com or HSMX uh, Colorado uh, uh, com, you should be able to get onto the website and uh, uh, look at the different things that we do. Um, we work on, uh, you know, the structure of riding, um, the basic techniques, setting a good foundation so as you progress, um, you continue progressing instead of having that major get-off, you know. And that's, that's what we want, to make them um, a safer rider, more educational rider, stronger rider, and more of a longevity rider, meaning not coming off the machine very much. Absolutely, and I hope uh, a lot of the listeners kind of listened in and uh, like read through the lines on this because Wes here built the only arena cross track here in Colorado. So you guys need to support people like this in our community, and they because they're firsthand supporting us and having these passionate ideas and and trying to progress and make Colorado better. And that's what this podcast is all about as well. Um, so we we want to keep this flowing and you got to support the people who have these ideas and not the people who are just trying to get the money grabs so support Wes as well hey thanks you guys every thank you everybody um good luck to you guys all this weekend at the races i hope you all do well and uh come out strong
Absolutely. Thank you for being on the podcast, Wes. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So let's take some time out and mention some of the sponsors that are making all this possible and helping all of us out getting shirts, stickers, um, trophies, all, all kinds of other stuff, our limbo competition, everything that we're doing uh, is not possible without the sponsors. Also, you as the listeners, thank you very much. But these sponsors, we need to support them. They are all pretty much... Yeah, every single one of them are all local, um, and we need to support them because they're all supporting us um, as well. So uh, everyone, every sponsor that's mentioned out here um, help us tremendously, and if you could help them out and return some business back to, to, towards them because they are the top in the, the state, they do a outstanding job, and I wouldn't recommend them if I wouldn't use them personally. So everybody... Reach out to them. Compact Auto Repair is your complete car and truck repair center. Don't let the name fool you. We do it all from domestic, imports, and diesels. Family owned and operated, servicing Southern Colorado since 1982. From minor and major repairs, we can't fix all your problems in life, but we can fix your ride. Give Riley a call today at 719-543-0731. That's 719-543-0731. All right, Cody, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So, because, like, you were giving me crap for uh, butchering your last name on the last one, and I totally deserve it. And I love the banter. So keep it up and uh, keep it rolling on this interview and everything. So uh, here at Denver, talk about your battles because whether you're having them with Ryan again and uh, just go ahead and lay down on the podcast. You know, it's not too much a battle in this week. The tracks, it's an excellent track. It's the whoops, man. They, My bike's just not set up right, I guess. I can't get on top of them and stay there. Might be rider error. I don't know. But getting my butt kicked by the whoops yeah they seem pretty long too like uh just like super long it's insane how long they look yeah it is a long run of whoops i mean but that's that's where some people get you if they're faster than you then obviously they're gonna get you in the whoops so is the rhythm section your favorite part that's what we've been hearing a lot so far the rhythm's a lot of fun um i don't know if i'm gonna man up and do the triple in with the step off but the triple right now the, the double triple seems to be working Awesome. So what are your plans for the rest of the night and uh, your future going into either motocross or even additional arena crosses? Uh, so for tonight, we're just going to work our way to the podium. Uh, you know, try, obviously try to take home number one, but we're uh, just going to hope for the best, keep our rubber side down. And as for the rest of the season goes, I'm not, I'll probably go to Amarillo to race up there and then all the supercross that colorado does awesome so and then uh so introduce yourself again cody and then thank who uh whoever you want um for for being here and everything uh my name is cody fontenot um i want to give a huge shout out to russell and jordan out at fifth gear motos uh always taking care of me make sure my bike's right um obviously the girlfriend she plays a big role in this she gave this paid for it for my birthday can't go wrong there um yeah, that's pretty much it man 
Awesome. Yeah, so make sure you tag all your sponsors and everything if you share our episode and show that you're being uh, showcased on a national platform and uh, try to help build the community and keep rolling the podcast forward and, and helping them and ourselves as well. Absolutely. Will do. All right. Thanks for being on, buddy. All right, buddy. So we talked to you yesterday and everything. So how's today going for you? Um... I don't really know on my 65, but on my 85, I had to go to L- I'm having to go to LCQ because I uh, got a really bad start, and uh, I'm about to race my 65. It should be a good race. Should get the whole shot. I'm feeling really good. The whoops are still really hard though, but I'm doubling really nicely. I'm smooth right now, but I feel really good. Awesome. That's great, dude. So uh, I want you to introduce yourself and everybody, too, so they know who we're talking to. And then uh, any anybody you want to thank again. All right. It's Jordan Ball from yesterday. Um, I want to thank my mom, my dad, um, Viral, Cycle Gear, Balls Out Racing, Enemy, Twisted Throttle Cafe. He's checking his bike right now. The Kelly family. Grandpa and Grandma. Wayne and Christy. And that's pretty much it. Awesome, buddy. Well, good luck, and thanks for talking with us again, all right? Good luck, Jordan. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, buddy, so go ahead and introduce yourself, and then uh, just talk about how uh, Denver Arena Cross is going for you. Okay, um, I'm Stephen Copeland from Bosque Farms, New Mexico, number 67. And... um, I just want to thank my mom and dad, uh, grandma and grandpa, the Haramio family, um, Kawasaki Racing, Cycle Gear, Jordan, um, JC and Sarah, Viral, 100%, Roost MX, Alpine Star, um, Asterisk, and Pro Taper. Awesome. Yeah, so what do you think about racing here in Colorado? Uh, it's pretty good. It's my first time out here racing. I was thinking about hitting the triple out there, but I really didn't want to because I didn't want to get hurt. I won both my heats yesterday, got first in my age group and third in the Super Mini. Awesome. So have you been riding any of our local tracks while you've been out here? Uh, no. Do you plan on riding any on Sunday or tomorrow? No. No? All right, well, uh, check out any of our local vendors while you're here in Colorado, and thanks for being here, and good luck in Arena Cross. Thank you. You're welcome. So here you are getting ready to race and everything. Go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody listening, and then talk about your overall experience here at uh, Denver Arena Cross. Uh, I'm Stephanie Sutherland, and I'm racing the women's class. Uh, So far, it's been so good. Um, The track's pretty tamed and nice, so it's pretty fun. Awesome. So what's your favorite part of the track? Um, probably that rep before the finish table. It's kind of fun. Yeah, they, 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 they're forming up just great, and I'm getting super jealous because it does look like fun. Uh, where are you struggling on the track, and how are you going to overcome those struggles for tonight? Um, probably the whoops, just, uh, just a little tame through them, so just, you know, be confident and believe in myself pretty much, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been kind of the overall theme too. Is everybody's been saying that the loops have been pretty difficult and they're they're pretty long too. So uh, I think everybody's going to be challenging it there, and that's where the the real identifier of who's going to come out ahead or not. Um, is there anybody that you'd like to thank on the platform and or anything else that you want to say to Colorado Motocross and anybody you want to thank? Uh, yeah, I want to thank Tyler, my husband. Um, uh, he is the owner of Applied Technology Suspension. He He's behind me 100%, and he's always uh, encouraged me to do better. Uh, I'd like to thank Race Tech. Um, you know, they're one of our main uh, sponsors, and we still are really close with them, and they're like family to us. Um, and then growing up, Moto as well. Um, that's Tyler's cousin owns the shop, and uh, they've always been behind us as well. So yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I, I've been watching a lot of the growing up moto, and they're they're right next to uh, where I live, too, and I plan on going and getting all my chemicals and stuff there, too. So uh, thanks for being on the podcast, and good luck, and kick butt tonight. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Tyler, my main man, our biggest sponsor, the, the guy out here helping out all these riders, the, the main here support. Talk about your uh, experience here at Arena Cross and and just give us a rundown, buddy. Uh, everything's been good so far. We've done a lot of clicker and sag adjustments for guys, some fork seals, stuff like that. Uh, just always having a good time out here supporting our local riders, uh, whether you ride our suspension or not. You know, we're always willing to help you set your sag and get you as dialed as we can on the bike that day. Um, everybody seems to like the track a lot. Everybody's having a lot of fun, and that's really all that I care about. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I've been—I always follow your Instagrams and everything. Um, I noticed that you had a lot of stuff in stock that stuff wore out all of a sudden, and you're able to get these guys back riding right this day and this minute. That's huge. That's huge support. Uh, talk about some of those experiences. Uh, yeah. So last yesterday we had Jalen Wheeler, one of our guys, uh, blew a shock seal. And uh, we were able to get him going. Uh, had to stay up a little late to do it, but uh, had the shock seal in stock. Like I said, we stock most wear parts, most common wear parts. So had the, the shock seal in stock, and we were able to get him taken care of last night, and he's racing today. Um, it ended his season, or not his season, I'm sorry, his day a little early yesterday. Uh, the one day I don't bring my trailer to the races, I end up needing it. Normally I don't need it. And it was like, man, yesterday I didn't have it with me. I came here with just a backpack just to do sag and clickers and stuff. And I ended up needing the trailer. But uh, I took it home with me and got it worked out when I got home. And um, he said it feels real good today. So That's awesome to hear. And that's the kind of support that you guys need to be looking for uh, in these local companies and, and everything. And this is the kind of support that we need in Colorado. So support those that support you. Sweet. Yep, so thanks for coming on to the, the podcast, and thanks for all your support here, and uh, we'll keep on helping everybody out here. No problem. Thank you guys for your support as well. You got it. Applied Technology brings race tech suspension products, service, and enterprise to the Rocky Mountain region. With extensive experience in race tech products and applications, we provide the same level of suspension service and support that you come to expect from the race tech headquarters in Corona, California. Be sure to mention code RMRR2020 for a discount on your suspension service. So Skylar Olson had a pretty, not too bad uh, of an accident, but he went down and uh, was slow to get up, and then next thing you know, someone just drilled him from behind. So here's what Skylar has to say. And then I want to talk about you coming back from your wreck, because 
you were down for quite a while and you came back for another moto and I'm super proud of you and uh, some good adversity there so uh, go ahead and talk about everything buddy uh, so I got a good star in 250B was in second and uh, I knew I could get up to the front uh, the back sweeper but after the rhythm section uh, gets some pretty gnarly potholes in it so I had ended up just like pretty much catching one went down I was kind of like the middle of like what should I do if I get up I'll get tagged by someone or kind of just lay there for a second wait for everyone ended up just getting hit from behind I uh, broke my back two years ago so I just you know the medics want to check me out and uh, so I got up you know you know we got to keep racing so went out for 450B uh, not a bad start just not not what I want to be so just pushed through there and I think got fifth a little carnage out there but yeah just uh, kind of going down kind of got me mad so wanted to keep going to try you know maybe the mains tonight we can get a little better start and run up front absolutely yeah just take a deep breath uh be smooth because you're looking really good in the corners dude your cornering's beautiful uh so just take a deep breath uh collect yourself and you're, you're gonna be right there uh keep it up dude you're, you're awesome to watch all right thank you i appreciate it man no problem keep it up stay safe now thank you appreciate it all right so track improvement or track improvement secret of the week uh it's not really a secret and it's it's, it is an improvement, but it's just something that track owners can still help make the community better or pull people into their track and try to get people into their place uh, to ride at their facility. Um, and a way to make the to help riders and the society would be uh, to offer family discounts for the youth that would have good grades. So during the school year, or spring, fall, um, set up a structure so that good grades uh, on their report cards gives you 50% off uh, the writing fee. Track owners can promote this while offering savings to the families, and then they can uh, promote their track so that more people um, from further destinations come down and ride at their track. So another half of that as well is if a track requires a membership fee, uh, give something back for it. We, we the people all kind of know that have to purchase this. We can do the math and we can know the savings. Um, you'd have to go to the track quite a bit uh, to pay off the full membership or like that many weeks. Or um, you can just kind of just not get it and then uh, go to the other tracks that don't. I understand why tracks have to do it. They either have to pay for their insurance costs or it's additional revenue. So, like, we we get that, and uh, I understand that you have to cover those costs, and you incur that. And But for that membership fee, maybe offer, like, a, a VIP area that has AC or heat at the time um, that people could change... Um, they're into their gear in the heated building or heated locker room or uh, that area VIP area or membership area has like a pool table or a hangout spot with a TV or something playing moto movies or with free water or some kinds of drinks or something uh, make the membership worth something to us or to the the membership people um, instead of just saying it's kind of savings or whatever um if we don't go to your track five weeks out of the year or 
if we and that's just practice right so you account for all the races that we have during the weekends so that subtracts uh that amount of weeks out of the the year and then you subtract how many weeks from a different track that you're training at it's a very limited amount so like basically it's just an, an extra 15 bucks an extra 30 bucks um, depending on whatever it is that we're going to be paying for a membership fee that uh, when people put two plus two plus two plus two together they figure out um, what it's actually like they're not actually getting their money savings worth um, you got to think big picture right from start to finish um, just like a ski pass or something um, you have to calculate your costs and you have to see if it's worth it. If you live next to the track, that makes sense. Um, and I totally get that. That way you'd be going multiple times, lots and lots during the week as well. Um, and it would be worth something. Um, other than that, um, I don't think it's cost effective. So that's why I never get it anyways, unless it's forced upon. And then if it's forced upon, then it, people just get upset about it, right? So uh, that is my tip. Um, the first part with the cost savings for the youth um, kind of goes into our next little interview that we had at Denver Arena Cross. Um, good grades, uh, good good society, good work ethic and everything, and uh, good parents, right? So here's a good interview. On our platform, brother. All right, I'm, I'm Seth Padilla. We've been racing, I don't know, eight, nine years. I raced back in the day, but... Always wanted my kids to be instilled with with what I did, and not the stick and ball, no more sports. And uh, you know, the Moto families—it's a great deal. Not just the, the the nighttime program, but also being with your kids and your family. Um, you know, unfortunately, my daughter couldn't race this weekend because she doesn't have good grades. But that, you still got to—you you still got to tell them. You know, you still got to enforce rules. And when you can't race because you have bad grades. That's what it is, and uh, you know, my son's still here. We're jamming out. We're having a good time. National Western Sock Show Arena Cross here, and uh, kicking some ass so far. Absolutely, and uh, this is going to be our Moto Mom and Moto Dad kind of tip of the week as well, too. I think this is a great topic with uh, instilling good morals and ethics into your kids, and still having consequences consequences for actions and, and certain things we need as parents and everything. And that's what motocross delivers and it's such a good platform so thanks for uh stating yeah, that and then it, is there anybody you'd like to thank or anybody here you know what uh rocky mountain cycle plaza and papa speed shop that's the only sponsors we got we don't apply for nothing else uh it's totally fully supported on our own so we can run whatever gear we want do whatever we want I pay for it myself. Ain't no 40% discount going to do better than that. Absolutely, and it, it sounds like those good sponsors and everything earned your business and your trust, and they, they must be doing something right. So good for them, and make sure you tag them on our, if you share the episode or anything, so that they can see that they're being displayed on a national platform. Right on, man. So I've been hearing this, like, Ryan Zawaki being, like, announced a lot lately. So I'm assuming I already know the answers and everything, but... I'm talking to the top dog now, so Ryan, let us know how day two's going since you already gave us some stuff on day one. Uh, it's going really good. Um, I'm liking the track a lot better today. They built up the whoops. They're a lot bigger, so it's a little bit more my style and just having fun. 
been a really good day so far, and yeah, looking forward to tonight. So what's it feel like going over that finish oh, line and everything? You're, you're sending it, you're getting a little nose high, but it's just because you're accelerating really hard and you're looking really good with your style. What's it feeling like out there? Oh, it's really fun. That that jump's kind of fun just to push it out of the corner and then see it bounce over it. So that's kind of fun to get a little extra air and stuff. Yeah, really Awesome. Well, you, you got quite a lead out there, so keep it up, be safe, and uh, keep that riding style up. But you're looking great. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. All right, let's switch it up to our current points leader, Kyle Peters. Talk about some of the, the, the pit kind of feel and everything between you and Jace. Uh, is there any animosity of you guys battling so hard? Uh, it's a close battle and everything and you guys are riding awesome yeah for sure you know uh, me and Jace have been going at it every weekend uh, we both come here to win and we're gonna do everything we can to to make that happen um, but in the pits like everything's cool we talk uh, the team is we have a great atmosphere we all joke around have fun and uh, you know it's business when we get on the track but otherwise um, Jason's a really really good dude and uh, I'm stoked to have him as a teammate and stoked to be here that's awesome so you were on jgr factory team and everything uh what did, did you learn any like secrets or anything being on a factory team like do you have anything that you could give to the amateur guys yeah for sure you know you learn every you or you try to learn every year you're you're doing it and uh every place you're at so i learned a lot from the jgr guys um with bike setup testing wise um just there's so many different things i learned um it was a really cool experience can't thank those guys enough but uh yeah, with the new Phoenix Racing Honda team, we've uh, we've been going in the, in the right direction, made big steps forward, and uh, me being comfortable with the bike and and everything. So I'm I'm stoked on the year, stoked on Arena Cross, and uh, pumped to get Supercross rolling. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, it's awesome watching you. You're you're a phenomenal rider. Uh, what are your plans for the future and everything? Are you going to go back to the Supercross? Or are you going to stick with the Arena Cross? Or are you, you going to go back to the Supercross or what? Um, yeah, for right now. A little bit unsure. Um, I'm going to finish out uh, the arena cross, and then once the arena cross takes the break for Tampa and that, I'll do uh, both East Coast rounds, and then we'll just kind of wait and see to to see if I come back to arena cross or I stick with Supercross. But uh, yeah, that's a, a decision the team and I are going to have to make. Absolutely. Well, whatever you choose and everything, whatever decision you make, uh, I'm excited to watch you. So keep it up. Good luck. Stay safe out there. And thank you for being on our podcast. Hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Kyle, you're a cool dude. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. And uh, thanks for letting me interview uh, you. I appreciate it. And next up is Rustin Meyer, one of our local pros, uh, kind of a pro vet now. Um, and here's what he had to say. Oh, I'm Rustin Meyer, old guy of the pro class here. Um, just out here to have fun, really. Back at racing, right? Are, are you going to come back for the RMR, RMRA series or anything? Been thinking about it. You know, I just want to be out racing as much as I can. And maybe with that series being less races, I could probably swing something like that. And I'll probably do more Supercross. Absolutely, and that I've been seeing like a bunch of like people posting old time photos, old time race results, and everything. And your name was right along all the list back in the day when Colorado was stacked with pro riders and everything. What do you think we need to do to get the pro pro class back to being a full gate? I don't know. We've been talking about that forever. It's like money for sure. If everyone can make a little bit, I think that would help. But it's just tough nowadays you know the bikes are expensive and just getting around in general is a lot so to be out here it's one thing you know everyone's got to sacrifice a lot i think you know and yeah it's just i don't know you got to have the heart you know you got to want to really be here 
<laughs> Absolutely, man. So, is there anybody you'd like to thank on the podcast or anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, I give a huge shout out to John Old. That guy's been behind me, my suspension guy forever, and he always gives me something, you know, a good setup to even be compatible up here against the top dogs. So, him and then uh, just everyone around me, friends, family. Absolutely, buddy. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Good luck tonight. Kick some butt. Hell yeah, thanks, Ben. Josh, we talked with you uh, at Loveland last time. Uh, you're getting ready to go out to practice here. What are you, what are you, what's going through your mind right now? Well, I'm uh, happy to be healthy. I had a pneumonia at Loveland, and uh, I'm over that, ready to go. Um, had some bad luck yesterday. You know, had a good start third and got a tough block stuck in my front wheel. Um, I have the speed. I just need to go out and put it all together. Absolutely. Well, good luck now, and uh, have a good practice session, and we'll be rooting for you, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. GoX Services, your go-to choice for grading and excavation needs. Serving Larimer and Weld County, we specialize in renovating and installing driveways, site preparation, rough grades, final grades, drainage, and erosion control. Fulfilling your dirt work needs, call us today at 970-481-6225. That's GoX Services at 970 970- Four eight one six two two five. Austin, dude, you were like when I first started writing. I always watched all your YouTube videos, all your sick writing, and everything. I'm excited to run into you here at Arena Cross. I was watching your ride. You're riding really smooth, really, really great. Uh, talk about your experience here at Arena Cross. Uh, what's your favorite um, part of the track, and then where you're struggling on the track? Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, honestly, I've been off the bike for, you know, the past year, just kind of working and hanging out, to be honest. But uh, rode last weekend, kind of was feeling decent on the bike, thought I'd just kind of wing it and come out here and have some fun, to be honest. But the whoops, whoops are eating me alive a little bit. So what do you plan on uh, correcting with the whoops and everything? What do you you need to do to to overcome your struggles there? Uh, Probably change the suspension up a little bit, stiffen it up. It's a little bit soft, so perfect perfect yeah definitely um, man well it's, i'm glad you got, just got back from california and everything you're back here in colorado yes sir. um t- just talking about overall structure and everything we're glad to have you back um what what's your plans uh for motocross in the future here are you ready to race rmra or what? yeah yeah game is to for sure do some uh <clears throat> excuse me do some uh local rmra races the showdown series um supercross local supercross just kind of have some fun in the b class and uh maybe potentially turn pro mid-season if i'm having some fun with it and feeling good but we'll see just kind of play weekend by weekend at this point man absolutely well good luck to you and uh thanks for being on the podcast and uh good luck for you tonight and stay safe out there dude definitely will do thank you man all right so that's going to do it for all the interviews uh and the race airs on fox sports news too on February 21st and 28th. So there's the two different days, Friday and Saturday, and they air different days, 21st and 28th. So the first person to take a picture of an RMRR logo or anything in the background of the TV um, with the RMRR logo gets a free T-shirt. So tag us in it. We'll see it on Instagram. And then we'll contact you and we'll get you a free t-shirt. I did my best to kind of sneak behind when they were doing interviews and try to get behind some of the guys and get on TV. Uh, Hey, whatever works, right? I'm trying my hardest out here. Uh, (laughs) I want to get the podcast going and and, 
I figured that would be a smart way to do it too. Uh, you, I don't think you can see the full logo anyways. I had my jacket on, but I thought it was funny. Original Privateer represents the Privateer racer and the motocross action sport lifestyle. Dirt bikes, motocross, supercross, and free riding is our culture. We stand for a lifestyle that refuses to dwell in the common. There's more to these sports than the thrill. There's freedom, endurance, and the faith. Freedom in the risk, endurance in the pain, and the faith in accepting the challenge. There is wisdom to be gained. Embrace it. Have faith over fear. In life, you cannot win the race by following. This is what we're made of. These are the codes that guide us and the passion that propels us. Thrill brings us together. Over the screaming of our engines, we can leave the noises of life behind. We ride. We are original privateer. T-shirts, hats, hoodies, and motocross and supercross apparel. Honoring the free souls, the risk takers, and the adventures. Alright, that's going to be a wrap, guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, who did interviews. You guys are the true stars. Uh, good job racing and keep it up and way to stay on two wheels. Uh, for those of you who didn't and crashed, uh, I hope you guys heal up quick. Um, I know Tyler Aldor broke his big toe and had a gnarly, like, gross pulling it out of, like, it was like embedded in like an inch and a half or so. I don't know. It was gross hearing the story, but he pulled it out. And uh, I hope you heal up quick. You were smiling, laughing, and like just a little rough walking. So that kid's tough as heck. Um, good job, Tyler. And I uh, hope to see you healed up real quick and back riding because uh, you're you're a, a quick dude out there as well and a, a good rider and uh, just an all-around classy kid. Next, I want to say uh, thank you to Fix T Products for the torque wrench and all of our other sponsors, Applied Technology, um, Suspension, and GoX Excavation, Compact Auto, FAF Graphics, um, everybody who supports us, Original Privateer. Um, without you guys, this wouldn't be possible, and uh, hopefully with more coming aboard, we can do more, and uh, everybody tell that... Um, everybody around there's going to be t-shirts there's still our t-shirts for sale uh, we need to get those sold so we can order the trophies and everything um, so we're ready for the shootouts uh, absolutely that's about it that's all I got so I'm not going to ramble we're going to finish up at a 1 hour and 10 minutes so thank you guys for all listening